word of truth. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can. I am a believer and not a doubter. I am a doer and, just, and not just a hearer. I am humble before the Lord. I'm obedient to the Lord. I'm mature in the Lord. I'm enthusiastic about the Lord. I know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father God, as we come before you this morning, O oh God, as humble as we know how, Lord God, we come to lift you up this morning, O oh God. We come to give the glory that's due you on this morning, O oh God. For you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, O oh God. Everything begins with you and everything ends with you, O oh God. So, Father God, we ask that your anointing fall afresh on each one under the sound of my voice. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My scripture text today is going to come from Deuteronomy 30 and 14. And my subject is the word. And it reads, but the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. The word is near you in your mouth and your heart that you may do it. And my objective is for you to understand God has not only given us a word, God has given us the word. See, sometimes we say, I had a word from the Lord. But God has given us the word. And the word is his whole Bible. Not part of it, but all of the Bible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I was sitting in my family room months ago, and I was asking God to give me a message. Get me prepared for when I did preach I would have a ram of word for his people. And he said a word. And I said, a word? And then I realized that the whole Bible is the word of God. And there is so much in the word of God that we can learn about the word. You see, there's a song that's been radiating in my heart and been on my heart for days. And it says, we need to hear from you. We need a word from you. If we don't hear from you, what will we do? It says, wanting you more each way, each day. Show us your perfect way. There is no other way that we can live. Hallelujah. As I began to sing that song in my house, hallelujah, those words just radiated in my heart. Hallelujah. And I just thank God for those words. I need to hear. Sometimes we need a fresh word from the Lord. Sometimes we don't sit still long enough to hear what God is speaking to us. Hallelujah. We've got to take time. We've got to make time to sit down, to listen, 
to know when God is speaking to you. Hallelujah. The word is our roadmap. It is our roadmap. And it will lead and guide you in the way that you should go. Only if you listen and obey. You've got to obey this word. Not just listen to it. You've got to obey this word. In Psalms 119 and 105 it says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. This word will keep us through life's journey. There are times I'm walking in the mall sometimes. Sometimes my sneaker gets caught on the thing and I kind of stumble, but I don't fall. Hallelujah, and that's the way God is. You may stumble, but he's not going to let you fall. And even if you fall, he's there to pick you up. Hallelujah, even if you fall, he's there to pick you up. You know, when life throws a curveball your way, you may stumble. But because you know the word, because you know the word, you won't fall for the trick of the enemy. If you don't know the word, the enemy can tell you anything and you'll fall for it. But because you know the word, you won't fall for the trick of the enemy. We can be tempted sometimes, but the word tells us to fall not into temptation. See, it's sin when you fall into temptation. You can be tempted all the time, but until you fall into that temptation, that's when the sin comes in. Hallelujah. So we can't fall into temptation when the enemy, he's going to come. Oh yeah, he's going to come. He's a very present person. Hallelujah. And he's going to come. But we cannot fall into that temptation. It's when you don't apply the word in your life, you stumble and you fall. When you don't apply the word, you stumble and fall. It's when we don't know what the word says. It's so easy to fall into temptation and sin. That is why it's so important to know. It is so important to know the word of God. This Christian walk is about you and I. And nobody else can walk in our shoes. Nobody can walk in our shoes at all. We've got to hide this word in our heart so that when we are faced with challenges in our life, we know how to react. Sometimes we think the word is too difficult and we don't understand. That is exactly why God sent the Holy Spirit. He sent the Holy Spirit so that when we did not understand the word of God, the Holy Spirit was there to help us to understand Hallelujah. And even when you study sometimes and you forget, the Holy Spirit is there to bring it back to your remembrance. That's what he's all about. He's going to bring back. But you know what? He can't bring back what you have not read. You've got to read this word. You know, sometimes we say we want the kids that are in school, they go to school and they want to pass the test and they have not studied and they go in, getting ready to take the test, and then they got nerve enough to want to pray. Now, their mama done told them, you ought to pray for a test. Pray that God helps them through this or bring this back, but they haven't studied. And you know what? They're going to fail because they didn't study. They don't know what it is. Same thing with this word. 
We've got to get into this word. We've got to dig into this word. And we've got to get it into our spirit, man. And when you get it deep down into your spirit, man, you know without a shadow of a doubt that you've got it. And you know that God is going to come through for you. He will come through every time. Why? Because you read the word. And he's going to bring it back to your remembrance. Hallelujah. In Psalms 119 and 11, David said, Your word I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. When you have God's word, it will cause you to stop and think before you act. Sometimes we act without going to the word and to see what God has to say about a situation. And sometimes we know the word and we still do it our way. And then we have a nerve to get upset with God because he didn't come through and work it out. We did it our way. We asked him, and then we decided not to follow his instructions. We decided to do it our way. We have the nerve to be upset with God for the outcome. After God told you what to do and you disobeyed. You know, this Bible, so many people say, you know, God is mysterious. There's nothing mysterious about this Bible. God makes it so plain for each and every one of us, so that we are able to understand. I'm going to start with the beginning of the Bible. And this may not be a popular message, but it's what God gave me. Turn with me to Genesis 1 and 1. Pages turning. Genesis 1 and 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then it goes on to tell all the things that God had created. But I wanted you to drop down until the 26th verse. It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. Today, some think that the word is irrelevant. Today, some people think that God has changed. God has changed about what he meant in this word. Hallelujah. But I stop to tell you that this word is the same and it will not change. See, the Bible starts off in the beginning. In the beginning. And I recall God saying, it's saying that God stooped down and in the clay he began to form man out of the dust of the ground. And he breathed into man's breath of life. Hallelujah. He breathed into man the breath of life. And God said the man should not be alone. And so God reached and he took a rib out the side of the man and he made woman. Hallelujah. God gave the woman to the man to be her helpmeet. Hallelujah. To be there by her side. Today's society has changed everything. 
Today's society says it's okay for a man to be with a man. And it's okay for a woman to be with a woman. And we're going against what it was in the beginning. In the beginning, God said. God said his word is not going to change. All because of the way we feel and what we think. It's not about us. It's about the God that we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then God went on to say, that the man and the woman was to bear children. Hallelujah. Same sex can't bear no children. Hallelujah. Cannot do it. That was not God's intent from the beginning. We've got to go back to the beginning and see what God had to say about everything. We just change things the way we want things to be. When God is the creator of this earth, he is the one who created everything. And we are going against his creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have just disregarded everything that was in the beginning. Hallelujah. We were not there in the beginning. It was God's doing. And we have the God to think. We have the God to think that God didn't mean what he said. Hmm. God said his word will stand until the end of times. The word will never change. You see, God inspired man to write this word. See, man wrote the Bible, but God inspired man to write this Bible. And he said it will last until eternity. You see, God gave man a woman to be his helpmeet, and to bear children, and he gave the children a command. In Ephesians 6 and 1 it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long in the earth. I don't care how old you are. The Bible says we are to honor our mothers and our fathers. There are some people under the sound of my voice that have not spoke to their mother or father in years. There are some who have not had a relationship even with their children. Hallelujah. How can you continue to live in this world and go against what God is telling you to do? He said, we'll have long life, long life, as long as we honor our mothers and our fathers. It also tells our fathers, fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath. It lets you know that, like I said, nothing mysterious about this Bible. Everything is so plain in this Bible, but we don't take the time to dig into this Bible to know what God is saying to us. It's time out for us letting the enemy cause, cause us to go against the word of God. Hallelujah. We shy away sometimes from talking about Satan or sin because most people say, oh, I'm not going to give the devil any place. But you know he's running rapid through our homes. He's running rapid through our communities. Hallelujah, he's running rapid through this nation. We better open our mouth up. 
Hallelujah. Don't let him tear your house apart. Don't let him tear our communities apart. It's time for us to open our mouths up. We've been quiet too long. We have been quiet too long. He's busy about his business. He ain't shy about nothing. He will walk up in your house and think nothing of it and tear it apart. And you sitting back, scared, won't say nothing. You know how is it, you know, a boxer when he goes into the ring? You think he's going to stand there, his hands behind him, and the opponent's going to come beat the snot out of him? And he just going to stand there and he ain't going to do that. No, he going to fight till the end. Eyes all swollen, blood running down his face. And he going to fight and he's going to fight and he's going to fight. He's fighting to win. Hallelujah. He's fighting the good fight. He's fighting to win. I don't care how bad I am. I'm feel I'm toe up. I'm broke up. Bones all broken up. But I'm going to fight until I can't get up again. That's what we as Christians got to do. We got to fight. Fight. Even if he knocked you down, get all up again. Start all over again. Don't let him keep you down. He's going to knock you down sometimes. He is going to knock us down sometimes. But don't stay there. Get up and fight back. Get up and fight for your family. Hallelujah. Get up and fight for your friends. Hallelujah. Get up and fight. That is what we have to do. Today our children need us to know what the word says, and it's our obligation to teach them. We have an obligation to teach our children what the word of God says. However, don't just teach them. We got to live the word in front of them. Stop saying, do as I say. Hmm while you do the opposite of what you say. We have an obligation to help our children and our young adults understand when God spoke, he meant every word. We are so apt to teach them everything else. See, our children know how to navigate on that computer. I can't navigate on it at all, but uh, my son can tell you, call him every day asking the same questions over and over and over again. I can't navigate it. But these kids, three and four years old, can't even read, but they know how to use that computer. Hallelujah. Why aren't we teaching them the word of God? Hallelujah. That's what we've got to do. We've got to teach them the word of God. And let me tell you something. Stop sugarcoating the word of God. Stop making it fit for your situation or their situation. We sometimes want to sugarcoat it, but we can't keep doing that, saints. We got to stop sugarcoating. We got to come straight forward. And God was straightforward when he spoke. We need to tell it just like it is. God, God doesn't want us to beat anybody down. He doesn't want you to beat anybody down. He wants you to give them the word. He wants you to share that word. Hallelujah. Old folks, including me, I'm old. <laughs> old folks, stop talking about our young people. Stop talking about our young people if you're not going to step to them and talk to them. If you're not going to help them out. 
See, we're so apt to talk about them, but have we helped them? Have we reached out to them? Hallelujah. We've got to stop talking about them. We've got to help them understand what this word says. The world is teaching them everything else, but they're teaching them all the wrong things. Hallelujah. And we've got to help them to know what the word of God says. And most of the time, and young folks, I want to say this, young folks, listen to your elders when they're talking to you. Hallelujah. They've got a little knowledge. They've been around for a long time. They've been where you are. Hallelujah. They've been in your shoes. Hallelujah. We ain't been old always. We was young too. We did some of the dumb and crazy things that all these young folks are doing today. Yes, we did. We did some of the crazy things that they're doing today. So I'm saying, let us begin to work with our young adults. Let us let them know we haven't always been here. We haven't always been a Christian. We haven't always sit on the pew benches here. We've went through some struggles in life. And we want them to know that when you go through struggles in life, if God could do it for me, he can do it for you also. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We must be willing to let others know that we have not always been saved. Hallelujah. Jesus' desire is that we all be saved and that we all should come under the knowledge of Jesus Christ. The word that we preach should be the word that we are living. The word that we preach should be the word that we are living. Nobody should see us stand up here in this pulpit and then tomorrow or later on today watch us over at Walmart cut a food. It should not be. It really should not be. Because if you know what this word says, the word will help you to put a bridle on your tongue and shut you down for a little so you don't say anything. We have got to make sure we are doing what God is calling us to do. We're coming up on a Christmas holiday. And what a good time to share with family and friends. Hallelujah. Or even your co-workers that do not have a relationship with the Lord. Let our light shine so that they will see Jesus in everything that we do. You see, Jesus came into the world. And he was born to die. He came just to die. God sent his son just to die for you and I so that we could be redeemed back to him. Hallelujah. And his son was willing to lay down his life just so we one day would have a home in glory. Ain't you glad about it? Ain't you glad about it? No, ain't, ain't But ain't you glad about it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We know that Adam and Eve messed up. They messed up. That's why God had to send his son down here because Adam and Eve disobeyed what God told them to do and then he had to send his son. But I sure thank God. I sure thank Jesus Christ that he was willing to lay down his life. What an awesome gift to give someone at Christmas to share with them what, you, what God has done for you how far God has brought you, how God, how God has smiled on you, because his desire is that none should perish, but that all should come under the knowledge of Jesus Christ and know their Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. I want you to turn with me to 
2 Timothy 4. 2 Timothy 4. It's going to be reading 1 through 5. It says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his, and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears. They will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things. Endure affliction. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. You see, Timothy's mission was to preach the gospel that it would be spread throughout the world. In order for the unsaved to become saved, we must preach this word and not just part of the word. Not just part, the part that sounds good. There's a part of the Bible that just sounds all good. Then there's a part that will cut you to the bone. We don't want to preach that. We want to preach the good things. But we've got to preach the whole Bible, not part of the Bible, not some of the Bible. We've got to share God's knowledge. Hallelujah. When you plant a seed of the word, see, you're planting the seed. Somebody else is going to come along and water that seed. But God gives the increase. Hallelujah. That's all you have to do. God didn't have, ask you to do everything. He just asked you to plant a seed. We know so many people that are not saved today. And we're not sharing with them. We shy away where we don't know how it's going to be or we don't know what they will say. One morning when we were praying on the prayer line, I challenged everybody when we got off the prayer line to reach out and share with somebody. Ask that important question. Do you have the Lord in your life? And I went to the store on that day. I forgot about it, but I went to the store and the Holy Spirit brought it back to my remembrance. And there was a lady there and I said to her, I said, ma'am, I said, I uh, just have a question to ask you. Do you have the Lord in your life? She looked at me and she said, ma'am, I'm so glad you asked me that. She said, this morning, my boyfriend and I was just discussing that. This morning, she said, I appreciate you asking me that question. And she and I stood and talked for such a long time. But I thank God for wanting to do it. There was a time when I didn't. And I know it's hard sometimes just walk up to somebody and ask them that question because you, sometimes we say, oh, well, they probably don't. And I, I'm not, that's not my business, you know. Yes, it is. Yeah, this is what this is all about this morning. This message is all about us sharing with God. Hallelujah. God it didn't save us to sit on it. Hallelujah. And it's not, I'm not okay with, I'm going to heaven and you going to hell. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. I want to make, if I'm going, you going with me. Now, you may not go because you don't want to go. But it's not because I didn't try. It's not because I didn't tell you. 
I have an obligation. I have an obligation as a Christian to let you know what the Word of God says. Hallelujah. An obligation to let you know. God has called us to go out on the highways and the byways to preach this Word. Not to keep it for ourselves. It's for us to let it go, to share with somebody else. So I want you to really understand what this message is all about today. This message is about doing the will of God. Doing the will of God and obeying his word. Even when it's time to vote. Some people sit at home and say, I ain't going to the polls. Don't matter. And then when the wrong person get in, oh, oh, well, they never should have been there. You don't even have, you don't have a voice right now. You don't have a voice. You don't have a voice. Because your voice was going to the polls and voting. That was your voice. But you want to sit at home and complain about what's going on when you have an opportunity to lift your voice up and be heard and be heard a word a word i thank god for this message this morning a word this word will carry you through this life's journey through this life's journey this word is going to carry each and every one of us only if you apply the word in your life each and every day you've got to apply this word you can't get this word in and just sit on this word And when you go to work, share with your coworkers. I don't care how bad they are. See, we are the ones that be, can make a change and make a difference because of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. And when the Holy Spirit quenches your spirit and tells you to do something, don't sit back and say, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Oh, I don't, oh, I'm so, oh, I'm shy. I can't do that. I don't know. Better open your mouth up and speak for God. Because he speaks on our behalf. He speaks on our behalf. Hallelujah. A word. A word from the Lord. We need to hear from him. We need a word from the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank God this morning. Hallelujah. That he gave us a word. Hallelujah. He didn't just give us a word. He gave us the word. Hallelujah. Every bit of this word is for you and I. Hallelujah. And I thank God this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has just been so good. He has just been so awesome. Hallelujah. I praise him because I was in all week. I tell you, you know, when you know God is working in you and with you, the enemy tries to put attack to it. Last night it felt so bad. I had to call my daughter in Texas and say, Tal, Please call me in the morning before we go on the prayer line. We pray at 6 every morning. I say, please call me before prayer and make sure. If I don't answer, you know, I say, because I'm really feeling bad. Things are running through my body that I don't understand. 
and I don't know. I said, but I'm okay. I know God's got me. And I, and, and, and I said, Tam, you know what it is? It's the enemy because he don't want me to go through because she would say, well, Mama, may you got, maybe you have to go to the emergency room. I say, the enemy don't want me to go forth this morning. I say, but he's not fixing to stop me because I have God on my side. And I don't care what he throws my way. I'm going to continue to walk with God and do what God wants me to do. But last night, it wasn't a good feeling. I mean, things just ran through my body that I have never had before. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't understand what this is all about. But I say, it's in your hands. And so I thank God that he watched over me last night. He allowed me to see another day. Hallelujah. Heads bowed. Hallelujah. And eyes closed. Hallelujah. I have some appeals for you this morning. Hallelujah. My first appeal is for salvation. Hallelujah. If you do not have the Lord in your life, Hallelujah. I ask that you raise your hand. If you're online, there's a number that you can call. Hallelujah. I tell you, time is winding up on us. And young folks are dying as well as old folks. Don't play with your life. This is your life. The Bible tells us that eternity, eternity, you can either be happy in eternity or you can be miserable in hell. Hallelujah. And I know no one wants to burn. Hallelujah. When I put my hand on the stove and it's hot, I don't want to burn. I just take it off. So I ask, search your heart and let God come in this morning to change your heart. I'm not saying everything is going to change in your life. No, it's not. But I tell you, it will be so much better with the Lord in your life than without your life. Hallelujah. My next appeal is for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. If you want to know more about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, there will, some, there will be someone that will go with you and they will give you some literature on the Holy Spirit. If that's you and you desire to know more about the Holy Spirit, please raise your hand. I see no hands. Oh, I see a hand. Hallelujah. There's some Holy Spirit. If, okay, ma'am, if you'll go over, the gentleman over to the side will take you and give you some literature on the Holy Spirit. Our next would be, if you would like to become a member of Striving for Perfection Ministries, I'm sure Pastor Bolden would love to have you be a member of this church. So if your desire is to be a member of Striving for Perfection, raise your hand. I see a hand over on this side. Okay, ma'am, if you, if you would go with the usher. Hallelujah. 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 My next appeal is prayer. It's prayer time. If you'd like to come to the altar and pray, or if you'd like to just sit in your seat and pray, hallelujah, it's prayer time. Father God, we thank you so much this morning. We thank you for paying a visit, Lord God, to each and every one of us, oh God. Father, we thank you because you reached down this morning. You touched us, Lord God, Hallelujah, you allowed us to see a brand new day. 
Father God, we come asking, oh God, for those who are racked in pain on this morning, oh God. We ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will touch and you will heal, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that those who are going through some ups and downs in their life, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, let them know, Lord God, that you're there for them, Lord God, and all they have to do is call on the name of Jesus, Lord God, and you will be there for them, Lord God, to help them through every situation they may go through, oh God. Father God, we ask, oh God, in the name of Jesus, as we go forth throughout this day, Lord God, that as we leave the building, Lord God, Father, that we will share your word with those that may not know you, Lord God. And Father, we'll start with our family members, Lord God, calling them on the phone, Lord God, and asking that important question, do you have a relationship with the Lord? Hallelujah, Lord God, and leading them to the word of God, showing them the scriptures that will help them to get saved, oh God. Father, we just thank you this morning. We thank you for the word that have gone forth, Lord God. May it have fall on good ground, Lord God. And may we take it out of the doors, Lord God, onto the highways and the byways, onto our jobs, Lord God, and everywhere we go, Lord God, that we will take this word, Lord God, and share this word with everyone that we come in contact with. Father, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.